Welcome to the Inspired Focus Podcast, where we dive deep into the realm of following your soul's calling and making an impact in the world. I'm your host, Jamie O'Connor, and I'm here to share my wisdom and insights, as well as interview remarkable individuals who are doing transformative and impactful work. Are you yearning to align your life with your true purpose? Are you searching for that inner spark to ignite your journey towards making a meaningful difference? Well, you're in the right place. On this podcast, we explore the power of inspired focus, the kind of focus that comes from within, fueled by whispers of your soul. Each week, we'll delve into captivating conversation with extraordinary individuals who have listened to their inner voice and followed their calling. We'll uncover their stories, the challenges they face, and the lessons they learned along the way. From entrepreneurs and artists to healers and changemakers, these guests will inspire you to embark on your own path of purpose and impact. But that's not all. In addition to these compelling interviews, I'll be sharing my own insights and guidance, drawing from my years of experience in personal growth, building businesses, and guiding powerful women to unlock their potential and create positive change. I'll offer practical tips, tools, and strategies to help you navigate your journey, unleash your authentic voice, and tap into the shamanic realms within. So get ready to ignite your passion, embrace your purpose, and step into your fullest potential. The Inspired Focus Podcast is here to support you every step of the way. Hello and welcome to the Inspired Focus Podcast. This is your host, Jamie O'Connor. Good morning. At least it's morning for me. And I am exploring what it means to start talking about the things that are on my mind and in my heart and explorations of my soul that... I have wanted to share for a long time, but I don't share out of fear of being wrong, not being right, of what other people will think about me. And I know that that has held me back for a really long time. And I've made the decision that this podcast and the solo episodes that I record are going to be my step into being willing to be wrong. Man, that is scary. That's one of the scariest places for me. I've explored the deep down beliefs and the inner child stuff and all of the things. And sometimes I wonder if this is just part of being human. Yes, there are people who are born in a way or with an upbringing where maybe they don't fear that. But at least at this point in my life, I like to believe that that part of me is the part of me that hopes the world can continue to become a better place. That part of me is the one that desires to build up others and also to 
do no harm. And I realize that do no harm is unrealistic in this world because we can't know or understand what everyone else has gone through and what may be the experience that's going to trigger them for lack of a better word. And yes, I do believe that triggers can have the medicine as one of my mentors says. And I think it's really, really important for us as humans that believe that other humans are equal to us, that we consider our experience does not encompass everyone else's experience, that our experience, our thoughts, our teachings doesn't always consider people who've had a very different experience that doesn't have equanimity in it. And this is something that I think about a lot. I think about how my privilege, and I have had a lot of privilege. I have privilege because of my skin color. I have privilege because of the family I grew up in and the steps ahead that I was given and am still given all the time because of that family. I have privilege because I'm a white woman. That's real. I know for a fact I did not have the experiences that my friends who are people of color, who have a different sexual orientation than me as a cis woman, I did not have their same experiences in life. And so my privilege in my experience has afforded me the ability to not have to think about many of the things that those of my friends and people around me that I know have had to experience. So I recognize that and consider it. And I recognize that my unwillingness to be wrong out in public has also kept me from both making a bigger impact as well as learning. There's a lot of learning I still need to do in this life. And if I'm unwilling to put my thoughts out there, then I'm unwilling to be corrected when they are incorrect. And if I am who I truly say I am, a person who really deeply wants to know and understand and listen and grow and honestly be wrong about my thoughts occasionally, then I need to be willing to put them out there. So I'm going to start today and this podcast with an idea that has crossed my mind recently of what is enough and why does it feel like it's never enough? A contemplation I had on this recently 
and I have my journal here. So if you're watching on the video, you may see me looking down. So the idea and discussion I want to bring forth today is around what is enough and why does it not ever feel like enough? Whether we're talking about ourselves, the impact we're making, the work we're doing, what's happening in our family, the way our kids are behaving, why does it never feel quite like enough? And the answer that I got when I sat in contemplation on this is that the seeking is part of the experience. It's what creates the joy and the hunger. So can you be present with both the joy and the hunger? Can you feel so fully in love with what is and be in the hunger, the desire for what is to be? Can you be grateful for what is, your struggles and your desires? Can you believe that they're perfectly created for you in this experience and the soul that you have? and what you're creating. Sometimes I think that I am so afraid of actually being in pure peace. I realize that occasionally, and maybe often, I am afraid of being in that place of pure peace and presence. Afraid that that will mean that I'm not inspired Where have you been so afraid that being in pure peace and pure presence will actually mean that you're not inspired? This is an interesting question that I have been contemplating because I am a problem solver. For most of my life, I have thrived when I've had to put out fires and there is an underlying belief and pattern that I have that I need to have a problem to solve in order for me to be inspired. That I need to have a little bit of chaos and I will sometimes create that out of thin air in order to feel that rush, that adrenaline, which I'm often confusing as being in flow and inspired. When I'm in this pattern, this belief system, I often think that the answers are a result of the things that I have to solve, that the answers and the inspiration that come to me are because of being in that place of problem solving. And yet, When I really sit down and I sit with it, when I really give myself the time and the space to be in contemplation, that is when the most incredible, profound answers that have changed my life actually come through. Not when I'm in chaos, not when I'm in problem solving, not when I'm putting out fires. I have to intentionally give myself that time and that contemplation, intentionally go to a place of stillness, go to a place of peace in order to actually know and experience that. And for most of my life, I 
was truly afraid of that experience, what I would find on the inside of that. And it took intentionally doing 10 minutes a day, literally before I got out of bed. I would put my headphones in and put on Headspace or whatever app I was trying to use at the time, just because I knew if my feet hit the floor, I was going to find something to do. That's how I got started. That's how I got to a place where now I can sometimes sit in two hours of meditation and contemplation. It's taken years and it took the littlest step in order to start releasing the need to have inspiration come from the adrenaline rush of solving problems. And instead, from connecting to this inner wise teacher that has always been inside of me. And something that came through for me the other day in contemplation, contemplation about this very subject, was this idea You spend so much time in the desire that you're missing the present and the present is what will actually create and inspire what you desire until we make the time to actually have that presence to be here now in this moment, we can't experience that level of inspiration. So where can you start to take 10 minutes? Where can you put your headphones in before your feet hit the floor? Where can you choose to take enough of a pause that you start to see different behavior and more inspiring thoughts that come through? One of the things that I believe this lack of enoughness comes from is a total disconnection from the fact that you are actually whole inside you already. We aren't given this information. In fact, our society really tells us the opposite, that we need someone else to show us the way that we need the framework or the institution in order to know the divinity, the divinity within us, or a lot of times it's kept as this distant, unattainable thing to have a communication with the divine. And it creates a power struggle and a power structure that keeps people dependent on something outside of themselves and also without the ability to support others on an equal level because they're constantly striving for the next level up. Somehow believing that they're lower on the ladder than someone else. And we think about the religious structures that exist and basically tell us that we need somebody else 
to be the inspiration to tell us the information. And I've never really truly understood the desire for humans to put rules around their divinity. It felt wrong even in my little tiny 10-year-old soul. (laughs) I remember being 10 years old and being taken to church with a friend. Now I grew up Catholic. So at 10 years old, you are probably in, um, so at 10 years old, you are done with communion, your first communion in Catholic church, and you might be taking your classes for confirmation in a few years. And I was going to be away for Easter with a friend and they went to church. So of course they brought me. And this church was a non-denominational mountain church. And they were doing a communion for Easter. And I recall that I told my friend's mother, I couldn't do their communion because I wasn't their religion. This is how my little 10 year old mind understood the process I had to go through in order to have my first communion in the Catholic church. And I will never forget her saying to me, anyone can go through communion at this church. It's just your time to commune with God. And my little 10 year old mind exploded. Why was I having to go through all these hoops and jumps to commune with God. Why was I being restricted from that all of this time? I could just do this. I could just walk down this aisle and commune with God. It was that moment I essentially decided not to be confirmed in the Catholic Church. And I attribute that moment to essentially taking down all of the veil and the structure for me believing I needed religion to give me a framework. From that moment on, I started communing with God on my own. I didn't realize that's what I was doing, but I talked to God all the time when I was growing up. And we all do in one way or another. Everyone calls it something different. But when we're having communication with our inner selves, not the self-critic, the one with the answers, we're having a communication with God or whatever you want to call it, universe, source, the great energy, a higher power, whatever feels good to you is what it is. Something in me woke up that day to the truth that we all have access to God. And anything that tells us otherwise is a lie meant to keep us from our divine connected self. I, of course, did not realize that's the answers I was getting at 10 years old. But I really think that that actually is the start of my mystics journey. Yes, I do 
like to fancy myself a little bit of a mystic. I like to play dress up with that idea. It's fun for me. And maybe someday I'll feel wrong about it. And maybe I won't. And I'm okay with that. What's interesting at the same time, though, is that for most of my adult life, I have been seeking to connect on deeper levels. Sometimes I've even been jealous of those that I pedestal for having a deeper connection, who are more public about their practices, who talk about it more outwardly or even sell their way of connecting. I've always been looking for a way to know I'm connected (laughs) for a framework or a structure that proves it to me that I am connected, which is so ironic because I disconnected myself from the belief that I needed religion or church or anything like that in order to have a divine connection. But it's part of it, right? It's part of enough. What is enough? But I recognize that always trying to prove connection is actually a separation from the belief that I'm not already connected all the time, that I'm not actually a part of God and God is a part of me. The belief that someone else is more connected than me is just playing into that existing structure that I am less than somebody else who's more connected. The same structure that the churches have been using to keep power down for millennia. So the idea that someone else's way of connecting or ability to connect is better than mine is essentially giving my power away. The power that has always existed inside of me and and exists inside of you. And if I really stand in my belief that we need nothing outside of ourselves to connect to the divine that can, I can always commune with God. Then I need not put anyone else's ideas or frameworks or things above me and my simple time. And it's just in these moments of connecting that started with 10 minutes a day in my bed listening to Headspace, seeing the little changes in myself that that brought and committing to a practice and making that a priority in my life that started to change everything in my enoughness and recognizing now that my enoughness can also fuel my drive. And my inspiration. It can yours too. We will never not be hungry. We will never not have desire. But where can you find this space to be in both the desire and the gratitude, the desire and the present at the same time? I invite you to explore this. I invite you to find some way to add just 10 minutes a day to create the space and start the habit. I invite you to keep the desire and be in the present moment. Thanks for joining me today. Looking forward to chatting more. Tell me how this lands. 
I'm interested to know what your experience has been. Thanks for listening. Join me next week with one of the most amazing guests. Tyson Adams has incredible healing abilities, as well as a deeply important conversation about the impact of porn and porn addiction. Thanks for joining me this week. I look forward to having you back. Do you desire to move from burnt out and stressed to inspired and fulfilled without letting go of your ambition and drive? I have got the perfect series for you. My Aligned Impact series carries three tools that are incredible for helping you get centered, aligned, and feel more inspired, less stressed out, and still totally connected to that part of yourself that you love, the ambitious, driven, incredible person that you are. Aligned Impact is for you if you are ambitious, driven, and proud of what you have accomplished and are on the edge of burnout, stress, and anxiety on occasion or very often. You started on this journey for the love of your craft, for the thrill of creation, or maybe to create freedom and flexibility. But somewhere along the way, these feelings shackled you to the tasks that drain your soul. You have so much in your life, and yet you might crave for more impact, freedom, alignment. If you're nodding along with anything I just said, then take the first step towards a transformative journey. Sign up for my free email series today and unlock true potential. Check it out at inspiredfocus.co slash align. That's inspiredfocus.co not.com slash align and grab my free three-part email series with three of the most incredible tools I have ever used in order to help you release stress and get inspired.